ahead and kick off episode 250 of Monster Kid Radio with a song from a band based out of Chambéry, France. It's a surf band. The album is Surf Cops Are Watching You. The name of the band is Moms I'd Like to Surf. And the name of the song is Surf Blast Inferno. They gave us permission to play the song on this episode of the podcast devoted to the classic and sometimes not so classic genre cinema of yesteryear. I'm your host, writer-producer Derek M. Cook. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks. Talk about that here in a little bit in the meat of this episode, which is really an opportunity for me to look back at 2015 and look ahead at 2016. A lot of things happened last year. I'm going to go through all those with a recap with some commentary. And then, of course, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening in 2016 as well. I'm looking forward to it. In fact, I want to dive into that right after this. From the depths of doom comes the most fearful monster of the ages to strike with paralyzing terror the despoilers of ancient tombs. Here is new horror by the master of menace, Lon Chaney as the mummy, with Dick Foran, John Hubbard, Ellis Knox, George Zuko, Wallace Ford, Turon Bay, in The Mummy's Tomb. that's been alive for over 3,000 years is in this town, and it's brought death with it. We've got to run it down. That is an incredible motion picture. An entire town goes berserk when a giant underwater creature attacks all human life. Zat is a frightening experience. Don't miss Zat. Hello, Christopher. What insanity are you up to today? Oh, hey, Lydia. I'm downloading some movies. What? <laughs> People are always telling me that's illegal. Uh-uh, not these. They're all public domain. Oh, look, rescue from Gilligan's Island. Well, let me see what you're doing. Oh, you're at archive.org. Well, they have thousands of films, TV shows, commercials, radio shows, and books available. Yeah, but there are so many. I wish there was a podcast or something that would discuss these things. You know, give us an idea of what's worth the time. Um, Christopher, there is. We do one. <laughs> oh, that's right. We host Orphan Entertainment. Once a month, we pick something from archive.org and review and discuss it. <laughs> that sure is nice of us. Sure. Why don't you click over to orphaned-entertainment.jonja.net and remind yourself a little more about the show. Will do. So let's see. That's orphaned-entertainment.jonja.net. Hey, can we review the Gilligan's Island movie sometime? Mm-hmm. We'll see, Christopher. We'll see. Hi, this is Joshua Kennedy, director of Attack of the Octopus People, Dracula AD 2015, and the Vesuvius Experiment. You're listening to Monster Kid Radio. Enjoy. You know, we're almost halfway through the month of January, which means I might be a little late to the looking back at the year that was party. But this is the first episode of 2016. And 
since it is my show, that's what we're going to do right here. Now, in truth, the only reason Monster Kid Radio is a little late to this reflecting on the previous year thing is because the end of 2015 didn't exactly go as planned for me personally. You know, our cat Cinder, the cat who turned me into a cat person in the first place, passed away in mid-October, and my wife Brenda was in the hospital for nine days at the end of December, which meant that, yeah, she was in the hospital over Christmas. Her hospital stay culminated in a back surgery, and she's home now and healing up quite well. Fingers crossed that that continues. But I don't want this to get all doom and gloomy. Rather, Monster Kid Radio had quite a few highlights in 2015, and I wanted to spend some time celebrating the year that was, as well as looking forward to the year that's coming. Now, January was the last time we had Joe Stuber on the show when we talked about Abbott and Costello's Hold That Ghost, wrapping up our Abbott and Costello Monster series. It's been way too long since we've had Joe on the show, and we'll be rectifying that here soon. We've got a Superman movie on deck to cover. And we also had another Joe on the show when filmmaker Joe DeMero, along with Tom Rice and Mike Rudolph, came on to talk about their love letter to the monster rallies of yesteryear, the movie Tales of Dracula. Writer Dwight Kemper was also involved with Tales of Dracula in front of and behind the camera, and he would join the show later in March and April. I also justified how I pronounced my own last name when artist Roger Cook, whose last name is spelled the same way as mine, joined the show to talk about his encounter with Vincent Price on the set of Madhouse. No, Roger and I are not related. Anyway, we tried to celebrate Women in Horror Month in February, and Monster Kid slash Disney Kid Tracy Morris joined the show for a look at movies like Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, and it conquered the world. Paul McComas came on, and we talked about Evil and Anchors, and then Jonathan Malcolm Lampley turned up to talk about his book, Women in the Horror Films and Vincent Price. And while I wasn't able to go to Monster Bash last year myself, we still had some Monster Bash coverage because podcast legend Scott Morris provided us with recordings of both the Veronica Carlson Q&A and the Caroline Monroe Q&A from October 2014's Bash. You know, speaking of Scott, he and I did a kind of sort of double feature on the show when he picked a movie and then I picked a movie to talk about the same week. And that's how we ended up with a When Worlds Collide, The Mole People double feature. Nicholas Hatcher made his Monster Kid Radio debut in March, and then he came back again to start looking at the Universal Mummy sequels in April. Now, he and I covered two of those Mummy films in 2015, and I've been chatting with him via Facebook to set up a time to have him back on to talk about the other two Universal Mummy films post-Imhotep. You know, another series that we started on MKR in April was, well, how do I put this? Um, Before April of 2015, I'd never seen any of the Planet of the Apes films. Well, the originals, anyway. Since Scott Morris is a huge fan of these movies, he's become my guide through this franchise. We talked about the first two films last year, and in February of this year, he and I, and Tracy, will talk about Escape from Planet of the Apes. I had met Alan Trump at the 2014 HP Lovecraft Film Festival, and I had him on the show then. He came back in 2015 to talk about filmmaker Larry Buchanan in general, and Buchanan's film Zontar, The Thing from Venus, in particular, that was a lot of fun and may lead to something pretty cool in 2016. Stay tuned. The horror host Dr. Gane Green, a.k.a. Larry Underwood, made his first 2015 appearance on MKR in May when we talked about, what else, a Vincent Price film. The Mad Magician was on deck, and I really, really hope to be able to see it in 3D someday. And then the podcast hit episode 200. Now, episode 200 was special to me for a couple of different reasons. One... MKR regulars, or should I say irregulars, Tracy Morris, Chris McMillan, and Stephen D. Sullivan joined me for a roundtable discussion about Creature from a Black Lagoon. 
and I can never talk too much about Creature from the Black Lagoon. And two, episode 200 was the first time we featured the amazing artwork of Shelby Denham. Now, she provided the incredibly awesome artwork of the Gill Man listening to a podcast that was used as the cover art of episode 200. I'd eventually tweak monsterkidradio.net to include more of her art, incorporating what she's created as our new banner image, etc. Talk about that later. Hey, let's get back to Chris real quick. He and I became honorary agents of Inpit when we talked about the 1971 film Zat after he actually visited some of the film's locations when he went on vacation in Florida. Hey, you know what else happened in May? Chances might be you already know, because you may have helped make it happen. Monster Kid Radio became the winner of the Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Award for Best Horror Multimedia or Podcast 2015. I know I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. I'll keep saying it. Thank you so much for all of your support. We'll get back to that whole support thing here in a minute. But please make no mistake, I know that there's no way I could have won that award without you guys and gals having my back. So thank you. Moving on. We celebrated the release of author Frank Schildener's book, The Quest of Frankenstein, in June when he came on the show to talk about our favorite monster rallies and then, of course, you know, the novel. And since the latest Christopher R. Mim film hadn't been announced yet, monster maker Mitch Gonzalez had time to talk about his role as the robot designer in the movie Danny Johnson Saves the World. Larry Underwood and I talked about some more Vincent Price and his role in a couple of Lovecraft films as well. Now, why it took over 200 episodes to really get into a Nick Adams movie on Monster Kid Radio is beyond me. But adding another semi-regular voice to the MKR mix remedied that when Tony Wendell came on board in June to talk about the movie Frankenstein Conquers the World. Now, Tony would come back again in September for another kaiju film, and he and I are talking about getting him back to cover a British giant monster movie this year. And I think I'll play the trailer for that film and a few other trailers here in a moment when I take a quick break. How about right now? Fire! No motion picture of our time has ever unleashed shocked spectacle of such scope and realism as up from the depths of prehistoric mystery rages Virgo. The headlines of the world blaze the fabulous story of this monster from another age, catapulted from some vast sub-ocean cavern by unprecedented volcanic action. And the headlines scream the story of the reckless skin divers who captured the monster and put it on exhibition. Sam! Pull out! Drop the net! What do you think you're doing? Hey, take it easy. I can't let him go back to the sea where he belongs. Why? Maybe to save your silly skins for you. Hurry, hurry, hurry to see Gogo. But the headlines do not record the story of a little boy who had a curious sympathy and understanding for the fantastic creature. What strange secret does he know that scientists only suspect? You trying to say there may be a fully grown one of these things around somewhere? How big would a full grown one be? An approximate guess. The infant. The adult. That would make it nearly 200 feet tall. Wreaking terrible vengeance against the civilization that has captured its offspring. Towering over the cities of the world as millions flee its awesome terror. Nothing can stop it. 
defying the force of the army, the might of the Navy. Fire number one, Terry. Ready to open fire, sir. Fire one. Even the fury of the jets. Crashing crescendo of sights never before beheld by human eyes and adventures never before experienced by any man or woman. Ladies and gentlemen, for the next few moments, you will be witnessing scenes from a new motion picture starring Vincent Price, master of the macabre. To those among you who are easily frightened, we suggest you turn away now. To those of you who think they can take it, we say, welcome to the madhouse. Perhaps it was inevitable. For years, this man has played the role of Dr. Death. he has pretended to be a hideous, murdering monster. No! Now, at last, he has actually become one. American International presents Vincent Price in Madhouse, where lunacy lives. All I ever got was a stake through the heart. Tonight, I would like you to meet my next victim. Fear lurks, evil walks, and death waits. Death is the name of a doctor you've met. Madhouse, a cinematic shock treatment. Guaranteed to scare you out of your mind. No one ever leaves Madhouse. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. You need to take the trash out. Hey, I'm trying to make a trailer for a podcast. Oh, you mean Supermates, the husband and wife geek cast? Why, yes, that is what I mean. The show where you and I discuss all things geeky. Comics, TV, movies, books, you name it. Well, are you going to tell them that you can find the show at www.supermatescomic.blogspot.com? Well, I think you kind of already did. And that new shows will be posted bi-weekly, every two weeks? I was, but you just kind of did that, too. Well, see, now you can go take out the trash. Great. So join us, Cindy. And Chris. Franklin, for the Supermates, the husband and wife geek cast, at supermatescomic.blogspot.com. No, no. Sheer stark terror grips you in underwater 3D in Creature from the Black Lagoon. The most terrifying monster of the ages rises from the sea, raging with pent-up passions. Making every man his mortal enemy, every woman's beauty his prey. Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D, starring Richard Carlson and Julie Adams. Every horrifying scene leaps out of the screen right at you. A universal re-release rated G. This 
is Jackie Ray Naaman Jones. I play Debbie in Monos, The Hands of Fate, and you're listening to Monster Kid Radio. If you're anything like me, and I'm guessing you are, or you wouldn't be listening to Monster Kid Radio, you love your horror hosts. Now, while I didn't have one growing up, I've made up for lost time watching horror hosts on TV, collecting their DVDs, watching their YouTube shows, etc., etc., etc. In July, Dr. Green Green was no longer the only horror host doctor to be part of Monster Kid Radio. Michael Leggy, a.k.a. Dr. Drek, joined the MKR crew. He'd be back in October to keep us all from getting lost on the island of lost souls. And yeah, I'm sure he'll be back on the podcast again. At least, I hope so. Now, we'd revisit Tales of Dracula when Wayne W. Johnson, the actor who portrayed Dracula in that movie, appeared on the show. And we didn't just talk about Tales of Dracula. We also talked about the Star Trek fan series, Star Trek New Voyages. And hey, speaking of Star Trek, real quick, we do have another episode coming up later in this year dealing with the original Star Trek. Chris Franklin from the Supermates podcast suggested we do a Monsters of Star Trek episode. And I thought that sounded awesome. So yeah, that'll be happening. And because I can't get enough of a good book aimed squarely at Monster Kids, Paul McComas came back to the show with co-author Greg Sterrett to talk some more about their book Fit for a Frankenstein, as well as an upcoming book project they're talking about doing. In August, I had a great guest on the show, Ron Adams. Well, who's Ron? Only the guy behind Monster Bash. Sorry, Ron Adams started the Monster Bash convention, and last year, he appeared on Monster Kid Radio. That he took some time to chat with me was just flat out amazing and an honor. And then someone on Facebook asked about bringing the green slime to Monster Kid Radio. Well, we did that when Chris McMillan and Jeff Polier swung by for a roundtable-ish chat about the monster film with perhaps the most earwormiest theme song. Lonely, helpless Earth. The 21st century. The world of the future. And lurking beyond the cold, strange immensity of conquered space. Growing and spreading beyond the warped imagination of the greatest human intellect. Exploding in unspeakable horror. The Green Slime. The civilized world at war with alien form, whose slimy touch means instant, horrible death. Invaders from beyond the stars, the Green Slime. Robert Horton. Luciana Paluzzi. Richard Jacob. You make too many mistakes. You're not right for command. This is my command, and I'll manage it. Two men struggle for survival in the infected remains of a diseased universe. One woman searches for a last chance to save the human race from the desperate hunger of the green slime. Battle in space against faceless beings. A cosmic nightmare that sends you into the incredible, the shark world of...
And finally, in August, the man of many podcasts, Casey Criswell, appeared on Monster Kid Radio proper to talk about the Peter Cushing film, Daleks, Invasion Earth 2150 AD. Yeah, we got some Doctor Who action up in here. Now, one of my favorite Bela Lugosi films is The Return of the Vampire. And Ron Nelson appeared on Monster Kid Radio for the first time to talk about it in September. And it was his episodes that were the last time I divided Monster Kid Radio's weekly content into two episodes a week. The actual content of the podcast didn't change, per se. I just started delivering it all at once in one weekly episode instead of, sometimes awkwardly, dividing the conversation up over two episodes a week. You still get the same amount of material. It's just one longer show now instead of two shorter shows. Tom Bigler is perhaps one of the oldest friends of the podcast. Now, that incredible on-air radio light box you can see on the website... Well, he designed that, not just as a drawing or a graphic or an image, but as an actual light box with an on-off switch, a working light, and all that. It's fairly cool. I also have a few original Tom Bigler sculpts around here at Monster Kid Radio Central, and Tom himself had been on the show a few times last year. We talked about Arch Obler's The Bubble early in 2015, and then in September we got into Ray Harryhausen territory with First Men in the Moon. Now, I also hit up a comic book convention and brought my portable recorder with me. The Rose City Comic Con here in Portland did offer some monster kid-like material, and I met artist Tad Galusha at the show. Now, I've kept in touch with him, and it's looking like I'll have him on the show this year to talk about. Well, you know, I'd like to keep you waiting on that, but I'll tell you this. The movie is from the 1950s. It's a movie that he's seen that I haven't yet, and it just had a Blu-ray release. So that'll be coming soon. Also in September is when we revamped MonsterKidRadio.net. We rolled out the new banner image, and we really highlighted Shelby's artwork on the website. And, in fact, the cover art for this episode of Monster Kid Radio includes more of her artwork that we haven't featured yet. I believe you can see it over at her website, however, which you can get to at ShelbyDenim.daportfolio.com. Or, again, there will be a link in the show notes for that. The week after the Rose City Comic Con episode was the HP Lovecraft Film Festival and Cthulhu Con episode. You know, I really hope the listeners aren't getting tired of hearing me blather on about Lovecraft and that you don't mind that I keep trying to find a way to shoehorn his work into the Monster Kid Radio wheelhouse. At the Lovecraft Film Festival, I did get to introduce the Christopher Lee film City of the Dead, so that counts, right? And I presented a um, well presentation called Lovecraft Gets Hammered, in which I ran through the Hammer films that have a Lovecraftian vibe, so things like the Quatermass movies. One of my favorite things when it comes to podcasting is to be able to sit down face-to-face with someone and record an episode that way instead of going through Skype or telephone or whatever. Paul McComas was in the area in October, so you know we had to get together to record, right? We broke down the six Inner Sanctum films from Universal, talked about Lon Chaney Jr.'s performance in each of them, rattled off our favorites from that series, and generally just had a great time. Streffen Taylor released his documentary, Jack Pierce, the Maker of Monsters, in 2015, and he was on the show to talk about the master makeup artist. In November, Donnie Dunnigan, yeah, the Donnie Dunnigan who played the Son of Frankenstein in the movie Son of Frankenstein, appeared on the show for a fantastic interview. We talked about his career, his memories of working with people like Karloff and Lugosi, and even his upcoming involvement in Tales of Dracula 2. As a writer, I listen to a number of writing podcasts, and I always make it a point to listen to the Dead Robot Society. One of that show's hosts is named Scott Roche, and he spent the month of October writing flash fiction inspired by the classic monsters. 
and he did it on a daily basis. So I knew I had to invite him on. Now, since he had just released his short story anthology, House of Phobos, that was all about different phobias, it made sense to talk with him about the movie The Tingler. You know, I need to have Christopher Page back on since the only time he was on the podcast last year was for a conversation about the time machine. Steve Sullivan did a two-week run on MKR with Godzilla vs. a Thing and Ghidra, the three-headed monster. And I talked about a Leslie Nielsen film that wasn't The Forbidden Planet. Ken Johnson came on board to discuss the film Dark Intruder. And yes, it does have some Lovecraftian elements in it. I really liked that movie, so much so that I made sure to include the recent TCM DVD release of that movie in this past December's Holiday Gift Guide episode. The Holiday Gift Guide also included the movie The Vesuvius Experiment, and that film's director, Joshua Kennedy, was the guest on the final episode of MKR for the year. Well, that seems like that. Let's take another break, and then we're going to look ahead to 2016. hits. Here are the seven wonders of the world rolled into one fantastic adventure. Frankenstein, born again to rule in terror, a monster unleashed to conquer all who stand in his destructive path. Frankenstein conquers the world. Stars Nick Adams as the American scientist versus Frankenstein, incarnate with the strength of a thousand men, a phenomenon such as never seen before. See Frankenstein Conquers the World, astounding on the giant screen, also on the same program. Tarzan, man of the jungle, with only a lion, a leopard, and a chimp as his army, can they conquer the hired killers of the dealer in death? Cy Weintraub presents Tarzan and the Valley of Gold. With Mike Henry and Nancy Kovac in Panavision and Color from American International Pictures. From outer space they came. With a dastardly plan to steal the minds of the youth. Only one person stands in their way in... Danny Johnson saves the world. long endure half ape half human you'll know the terrifying answer when apes and humans meet head on beneath the planet of the apes in the atomic rubble of new york the guerrilla war machine is on the march human mutants strike back with new frightening weapons of the mind 20th century fox presents beneath the planet of the apes with james franciscus maurice evans tim hunter linda harrison and charlton heston as taylor can a planet long endure half ape, half human? The answer lies beneath the planet of the apes. Rated G. 
This is Julia Adams, and you are listening to Monster Kid Radio. Have a good time. Last week in the Monster Kid Radio Facebook group, I posted the question, what do you, dear listeners, want to hear on Monster Kid Radio this year? I did reply to some of the comments, but I wanted to discuss some of what was brought up on the podcast itself. Listener Roger said that he really enjoyed the recent Kaiju episodes with Stephen D. Sullivan, and that he wants more Kaiju film talk on the show, and that he just wants more Kaiju. Well, don't we all just want more Kaiju? I mean, just in general. As far as the show goes, though, I do have Steve lined up for some more giant monster movie action. That'll be coming. I also want to do more with Tony Wendell as well, so you can definitely expect more Kaiju action here. Roger also mentioned The Blob, which is another movie with an earwormy theme song, and I'm kind of surprised that we haven't talked about that movie yet here on the show. Eric Peterson, who was on the show back in 2013, asked about some 30s and 40s horror and sci-fi serials, and I think that would be a lot of fun. He and I also have something we've been meaning to do on the show for a while, so you can expect to hear him on Monster Kid Radio sometime this year, if he's still up for it. Ron Nelson is asking for some Japanese monster movies and some Val Luton. I think we can do that. Why not? Let's make it happen. And then another listener named Scott wants more Godzilla, more universal horror, and more deep cuts like the old dark house. I think these are great ideas. Now, there's another listener there named Derek. No relation. He spells his name a little differently than mine. He mentioned Val Luton as well, and he also mentioned Ultraman. Okay, here's the deal, gang. I love me some Ultraman. It's a little outside the MKR wheelhouse, but not quite. So I can assure you there will be some Ultraman something on the show this year, especially since 2016 is the 50th anniversary of Ultraman. So it'll happen one way or the other. I'm going to get some Ultraman on the show. And then listener Paul really liked the episodes featuring folks who are making new classic style monster content like Joe DiMero, Joshua Kennedy, and Christopher Armem. Okay, twist my arm, but not just because I'm talking with Master Mim now about doing something John Agar related on the show this year. And I know Joshua Kennedy just wrapped production on his most recent film, so maybe he'll have some time to come on the show? Of course, I have some of my own goals for the show that I'd like to see realized this year. Apart from that week when Keith J. Rainville appeared on the show, we haven't talked about any Lucha horror movies and that's a shame as far as I'm concerned. That needs to be corrected this year. And I don't know if they remember this or not, but Scott and Tracy and I had talked at one point about doing the movie Target Earth on the show. I'd like to do that here once we get through the Planet of the Apes films with them. And, you know, with the Planet of the Apes films, after we get through the original five, we may do some other things, talking about the TV show, perhaps, or the cartoon. Ultimately, it's going to culminate in a Planet of the Apes round table discussion with Scott and Tracy and a couple of the people that I have in mind. Also, we only had three Monster Kid Radio crashes last year that were successful. I promoted quite a few of them. I had to back out of a lot of them at the last minute, but there were only three that we recorded at and shared with the listeners. We need to do more of these. The Joy Cinema here in Tigard, Oregon has already announced doing something with Monos, the Hands of Fate, with Jackie Ray Naaman Jones actually being in attendance. So, That'll be a good start. As soon as I know the dates on that, I'll make sure I put together a proper Monster Kid Radio crash. Now, convention-wise, I'd like to see Monster Kid Radio get more involved with the local-ish convention scene. I have some ideas for some panel submissions for some local shows, including HowlCon, the werewolf convention in February. So we'll see what comes of that. I did try to get involved with the Living Dead Horror Convention last year. 
It was a first-time convention here in Portland, all about horror, and I really pushed to get some classic monster movie content in the lineup. Barbara Seal was one of the guests, and of course, Julie Adams was one of the guests as well. And I didn't mention this before, but wow, in November, when she was in town for the convention, another movie theater took advantage of her being here and screened Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D, and there was a Q&A afterwards with Julie. Guess who got to start the Q&A and kind of hosted the whole thing? Yeah, that was me. And I love doing these things. I would love to do more of them. You know what else I'd like to do more of? YouTube. Last year saw the first YouTube episode of Monster Kid Radio. The holiday gift guide was released both as a regular podcast and a video podcast, which was so much fun to put together. It was a lot of work, but man, so satisfying. So you can expect more of that this upcoming year as well. The Monster Rally Checkpoint e-newsletter. Well, that's going to change a little bit this year. I'm putting a hold on it for now, but it will relaunch in February or March. And then later this year, we'll do some sort of print publication as well. Yeah, I'm just going to leave that hanging there without saying much more at this time. 2016 is looking bright for me and my show, and I'd like to wrap this reflection up by looking at that phrase, my show. I know I joke about how this is my show, I'll do what I want and all that. I suppose on some level, yeah, that's true, but... You know what, guys and gals, all those people I mentioned earlier who've appeared on the show before, all the people who've been guests in previous years, well, they helped to make the show what it was and what it is. And the listeners, without you, what is this? It's just me yapping on and on about monster movies, which, to be honest, would be a bit odd if there was no one else involved with that conversation. I'd just be talking to myself, and that's a bit on the crazy side, even for Portland, Oregon. So quote-unquote, my show or not, without your support, more importantly, without you, I just don't have a show, you know? Hammer Film Productions began in 1934, and after producing almost 200 films and television programs, the studio is still releasing and re-releasing new and classic film titles. 1951 Downplays is the podcast that brings you the story of the great Hammer films, one movie at a time. Here are your hosts describing what Hammer means to them. First is Casey. Hammer means the beautiful and glamorous women of Hammer Horror, the engaging storytelling, and amazing period films. Joining him is Derek. Hammer means the incredible work of actors like Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee, and even Michael Ripper. The gothic storytelling, the incredible music, and the set pieces. And finally, here's Scott. Hammer, that's vodka and orange juice. This boy has a lot to learn. Join our hosts as they make their journey through the Hammer Films catalogue and discuss each film with critical opinion, historical facts, production notes, and other information about these classic films. 1951 Down Place can be found in iTunes or their website, www.1951downplace.com. Wait, that's a screwdriver. 1951 Down Place, the home of Hammer Films discussion. As a man, I could destroy him. But as a scientist, I should do everything in my power to bring him back to conscious life. Benson, turn on the generator. Produced on a vast scale, Son Lichtenstein presents the most fearsome cast in the history of the screen. The Rathbone. In his heart, warm human emotions. In his mind, the monster mania. Karloff. 
rising from the past to spread new terror. Ghostly, sinister, mysterious, evil, Lionel Atwill, grim hatred in his blood. I think you're a worse fiend than your father. Where is this monster? Where is he? I'll stay by your side until you confess. And if you don't, I'll feed you to the villagers. So there, I appreciate you sticking around through all of that. I know this was a slightly different than normal episode. It is 250, so, you know, wanted to do something a little different. Was it special? Was it better than normal? I don't know. But next week, we do have something a little bit more traditional here on Monster Kid Radio. We're going to talk about a giant monster film. But it's not one from Japan. And it's not British like Gorgo. And I couldn't find a trailer for it either. The movie is Yangari. Monster from the Deep. It's from 1967. It's from South Korea. It's directed by Kaiduk Kim. I probably mispronounced that, but I won't mispronounce the name of the person who's going to be joining me next week to talk about this movie, and that would be Mr. Stephen D. Sullivan, coming back to MKR. You know, speaking of Steve, he called in a voicemail. Hey, Derek, Steve Sullivan here. Somehow, I managed to miss calling in for holiday greetings for everybody, but it's not too late to call in and say, Happy New Year! Because you're still going to do a New Year's show, right? I hope, I think. Anyway, Happy New Year to everybody. I hope they had a great holiday season. Ours was wonderful, but very, very busy. My son is still here from college. My mom has been and left, and the house is finally uh, starting to return to quote-unquote normal or as normal as a monster kid's house ever can be. A couple of things I thought you your folks would be interested in for all you other monster kids. I just today finished doing an interview about Manos, The Hands of Fate, the book, with Tony Trombo for his site. I don't know the URL off the top of my head, but I think it will be up by the time you hear this or shortly thereafter, so hopefully it can end up in the show notes somewhere or something cool like that. I wanted to thank everyone for having really nice things to say about the Godzilla podcast, the two Godzilla podcasts that you and I did just a little while back. It seems to have been really popular when you ask people what they wanted to see more of. They mentioned those episodes specifically. I'm really gratified. I'd love to do more. Obviously, there are plenty more Godzilla movies to cover from all over the years, and I I like a whole lot of them. So even before we would have to hit ones that I'm not crazy about, there's still plenty to go that are just fabulous movies and fabulous giant monster movies so just let me know we'll talk about that i know we've talked about doing something in the really near future that's kind of related definitely daikaiju or would you call it that because maybe it's from another country that's probably enough of a hint for now anyway 
there's some kind of big news that I wanted to share on your show to be the uh, the breaking news or one of the first to break it, and that is that I've finally gotten together my Patreon page. And Patreon, for those of, the, of you that don't know, allows you to sponsor artists and writers. And mine is CushingHorrors.com, which is associated with one of the things I hope to be writing, but it's about doing stories. You can find it through my site, SDSullivan.com or StephenDSullivan.com. Check it out. There will be free stories coming out. We're starting with Canoe Cops versus the Mummy from Christopher R. Mims' Universe, written by me. The first episode is up right now, so go there. Check it out. That's the scoop. Hey, I managed to get under three minutes. <laughs> Have a great one. Steve Sullivan signing off. Talk to you soon. All right, so maybe I kind of let the cat out of the bag earlier than I should have because Steve eluded to him coming back to talk about Yungari. So that'll be coming. Sorry to spoil the surprise. Patreon. Of course, listeners of Monster Kid Radio know about Patreon because I mention our own Patreon page pretty much every episode, and I'll talk about that again here at the end. But yeah, Patreon's a great way to support your favorite creators. And if you go to CushingHorrors.com, that's Cushing as in Peter, Horrors as in, oh, lots of scary stuff, .com, you'll be able to find Steve's Patreon page. Steve Sullivan is creating free classic horror monster stories, is how it appears on Patreon's site. Go there, and yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes to that. And as far as Steve doing that interview with Tony Trombo, Tony has a blog talk radio show, which is basically a podcast. You can find that at blogtalkradio.com slash Tony Trombo. I'll make sure there's a link to that in the show notes as well. Now, when I go to that site, I don't show that an interview with Steve has been posted yet, although that doesn't mean it's not coming. There also might be a dedicated website somewhere for interviews. I don't know for sure. I'll ask Steve about it when he's on the show next week. If you want to call in like Steve did and leave me some feedback, tell me what your Monster Kid related plans are for 2016, you can call in to our voicemail line, which is 503-479-5657. That's 503-479-5MKR. Steve made a comment about keeping his voicemail under three minutes. Well, this is Google Voicemail. There is that hard three-minute limit to contend with, but if you have more than three minutes worth of things to say, I can always edit a couple of voicemails together, or you can send me an audio file that you record yourself to monsterkidradio at gmail.com. You can also send me an email there as well. Of course, this is all over at our website at monsterkidradio.net, where you can see some of Shelby's artwork. She did that banner. I'd have mentioned that earlier in the episode. You can also find our Facebook group, a link to every song that's appeared here on the show in the past, as well as our Patreon page. Time to talk about Patreon a little bit more. So my primary focus is being a creator, podcaster, writer, that sort of thing. And unfortunately, I've fallen a little behind on some of my Patreon creator duties. The back half of January and February, I am dedicating to getting that straightened up resolved, and we'll make sure that everybody who's got one coming will get that Monster Kid Radio Care package. I've been sitting on them for a while, and I'm sorry that it's taken me so long to make this happen. I was going to do it in December and try to make it a nice Christmas surprise for people, but, well, December kind of got away from me, as I said earlier. So thank you for your patience if you have been a patron of my show through Patreon. I appreciate everybody's support, and there will probably be a slight reworking of Monster Kid Radio's Patreon sometime this year. That does bring us to the very end of the show. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around. And thank you for making 2015 awesome. I can't wait to make 2016 even more awesome with your help. If you are a subscriber of Monster Kid Radio through iTunes, 
please shoot us a review. If you're a Facebook user, we'll share the post about Monster Kid Radio. Retweet the treats if you're over on Twitter, and if you are a user of any other podcast directory where you can download or listen Monster Kid Radio, well, we appreciate any comments, support, votes, however it is they do it. We just appreciate you backing the show. Of course, the best way to do that is just to keep listening. So we'll be back next week with Stephen E. Sullivan to talk about Yungari. And man, I've got some cool stuff coming up early 2016. I can't wait to make it all happen. In the meantime, remember that Monster Kid Radio is a registered service mark of Monster Kid Radio LLC. All original content of Monster Kid Radio by Monster Kid Radio LLC is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported License. Of course, that doesn't apply to the song Surf Blast Inferno. That belongs to the band Moms I'd Like to Surf. It's from their album Surf Cops Are Watching You, and you can find out about the band over at momsidliketosurf.bandcamp.com or momsidliketosurf.com, or just look them up on Facebook. However you look them up, let them know that you heard about them here on Monster Kid Radio. Talk to everybody next week. <laughs>